welcome to the We Localize podcast. We'll be talking all things multilingual, localization, translation, technology, AI, NLP, and loads more, helped along by a wide variety of guests. I'm Louise Law, your We Localize host, and in this podcast episode, I'm joined by Erin Wynn, who is Chief People and Customer Office at We Localize. Hi, Erin, and welcome. Thanks, Louise. Hi, it's nice to see you. Yeah, it's really great. It's great, great for you to join us. So Erin, in today's episode, we're going to talk about something that's close to your heart, the people experience. But before we get into the into the sort of the the meat of the podcast, let's give the listeners insight into your background. You've been with the language industry for over 20 years and with We Localize since 2008, having joined through an acquisition. Could you tell us a little bit about your journey through the language industry? Sure. I know when I joined and when I actually was a customer of Transware at Mm -hmm. the time and then uh, went to work for Transware and then acquired by We Localize, this industry was always super kind of out in the ether for me. I didn't really understand what it was, like how important language and globalization, localization, internationalization was and is to all of us. I think we underestimate the importance of what we do now. And I certainly did back then a long, long time ago. I was in an e-learning company at the time. Mm -hmm. And as I think about it often is there's no better place for what we do than in that knowledge transfer, in that e-learning space. So at that point in time, you know, I just have grown to have such a great appreciation for what we do, not even around languages only, but around Mm -hmm. the services and the partnerships that we create with our customers and our partners and our employees. And I I hope that's what we get to talk about today. But that's really, you know, where I've come from. I was an individual sales contributor Mm -hmm. at Transware. I had a really nice book of business and Mm -hmm. some customers that are still our customers today. Some, you know, really fun people that I still work with today, 20 years later, 25 years later. Yes, I'm dating myself. That's a really neat thing about this industry, too, is that it's intimate, but it's also quite large now. And where we've all come is pretty impressive. I mean, globalization just is all around us, isn't it? Everything we do, whether it's in our work lives or family, personal lives, you can see aspects of localization from when you're ordering a meal in a restaurant in a different country. It is all around us. You're right in that, fortunately, the importance of that cultural adaptation and speaking the right language has become very, very important to many global brands now, hasn't it? It has. And it's a human experience. I think we're one of the, similar to maybe healthcare, where, you know, we still need humans to do the work. There's not, I don't believe, and I don't think we believe here, there'll ever be a world where a machine can do the globalization, the localization. Yes. It can be a component of it, but it will always need a human. It will always need a person somewhere Mm -hmm. in the process, somewhere in the experience. It's going to need a human. And I think that's something that's also very neat about our our industry and about uh, what we do is it's humans. And that's my passion is people and all different sorts of people coming together to do all sorts of really cool, fun things. 
leading a global team and you're driving the people and customer strategy, it's, it's a big remit, but developing teams, people is obviously something you feel very, very passionate about, which is lovely. And you've spoken at recent events about the people experience, and that's the people experience, both that we localize and also within the industry. So what does that actually mean to you? How, how do you define the people experience? We're super fortunate in the passionate people we have in our people success team in all around the globe, helping us to drive the people experience here internally. Mm-hmm. And then we also know that we need all of our external people as well, meaning our partners, our talent, our linguists, our supporting organizations, and sure. most importantly, or again, they're it's a three-legged stool. I guess nobody's most important, but all of that then leads <laughs> to our customers. Yeah. And, you know, I always say, well, you can't have a people experience internally without customers, but customers can't have a flawless experience without our internal employees. And then we can't have any of it without our partners and our linguists and all the supporting cast. So, you know, it really is a three-legged stool and no one is more important than the other. And I think that is a balance that is hard to strike every day to get yeah. all three of them functioning yeah. together and and actually more than functioning thriving and that's yeah. what we try to do here every single day you're right it, it, you know it is a challenge and I think it's a good way to describe it as a three-legged tour then it things that never stay the same we recently ran a poll on LinkedIn asking people how and where they work so the question was what best describes how you work and it must be a popular topic because we had over 1200 responses and over 50% said they work from home all the time now and that's remarkable because that would not have been we wouldn't have got that response two or three years ago would we Erin so no you know I don't think that trend is specific to the localization industry that's that's across all industries remote working is here to stay we have customers we have staff we have partners we have linguists based all over the world how do you work to manage unite and motivate these remote and diverse audiences how do you go about that where do you start that's a really good question where do you start (laughs) And you start at different spots (laughs) for everybody every day, depending on each person's individual unique situation. And that's literally what you have. And you're right. It's not unique to us. It is definitely an evolution of where some of us who have worked from home their entire careers. I have been in my home office for 25 years. As a salesperson, it's not uncommon for us to have worked remotely and then coming into leadership just more on the road, pre-COVID, pre-pandemic, on planes a lot. Then post-pandemic, where everyone is now in the same situation and video conferencing has become the new norm where you're literally in somebody else's home every day. It's their home office, but you're in their home. We know more about each other than we ever would have learned or known prior. And I think that's good. I think that has been really good for connection, but still the people being able to get together. You and I just got together 
recently yeah. after many years because yeah. of the pandemic. I think close to three years. Yeah. We haven't seen each other. We see each other every day like yes. this. There's just something about that ability to sit down. And I think that's what we all appreciated about being in an office. Many times I was jealous of not being able to go to an office every day because I wasn't in a locale. Now we're trying to balance how we get that connection here, balance it with being able to have offices where we do have cohorts of folks who do want to go into an office. Sure. We as an organization, as you know, don't mandate office at all anymore. We're a, however you want to work, you can work. We will support any kind of temporary office space. I think we just have to evaluate what's happening every day. We have to listen. We do pulse survey our employee base, as you know, frequently now on how folks are feeling, how they're feeling the engagement is going and being able to react and and respond as quickly as possible to a broad group. While then we put in place, we're going on a year and a half now, career framework, which going into the pandemic, as you know, we, we had no really foundation for you or I or anyone in the organization to really be able to lay out their career. And for us to be able to listen and give good direction, ourselves as good leaders, being able Mm -hmm. to to support your career aspirations and be very transparent about where and how to get there. And that may involve some lateral moves. It's not always up. You know, sometimes we have to move laterally. And I think in the past, we Many of us would have looked at that as, well, I don't want to move laterally. What is that going to do? But I think that's important. And many, many big organizations out there do that, where you you have to move laterally a number of times before you can move up. Maybe switching disciplines, maybe switching functions. So it's been super exciting to put that in place and see that come to fruition. Um, Yeah, which has been a big... The increase in remote working has created opportunities for people. It, it's not a, I don't see it as a restrictive environment. It, it, it's more, you talk to more people. There are no physical boundaries when it comes to who you network and talk to. It's kind of opened up a lot of opportunity for a lot of people, hasn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, we as an organization have forever looked at adversity as an opportunity versus, and you know that you've been here a little yeah. while as well, yeah. Louise, but, you know, we really try to embrace that, that adversity, while on the face of it is ad- <laughs> adverse, it's an opportunity for mm-hmm. us as an organization to really reflect on, okay, We can look at this as a negative. We can look at it as, oh my gosh, we have to take some, you know, really uh, serious, potentially what would be viewed as negative steps to, to face that adversity. However, we don't, we look at it as what are our opportunities? Yeah. What are our opportunities? How can we come together to solve some of this without having to take some of the actions that some companies just are forced to take. And I'm super proud of that. And I know Smith is super Mm -hmm. proud of that, is trying again to make sure that everybody can see the opportunity in front of them, no matter 
what the environments are that we're all living in. And as you know, we're in some pretty incredible economic times. We got some yeah. pretty serious headwinds coming our way, but we uh, feel more confident than ever that, yeah. you know, the work that we've been doing around the people, because we always say it too, with the right people in the right places doing the right things, it's inevitable that we'll weather any storm and yeah. that we can not only weather the storm and, but come out brighter on the other side. Let's turn to some of the challenges that we are all faced with at the moment. You know, we've got rising costs, we've got inflation all over the world, you know, not just in specific geographies, some yeah. political unrest in places and the forecasts aren't good. There are forecasts of a global recession. It's it's a tough time or it's, you know, they're telling us it's going to be a, a tough time. How do you think this is going to affect maybe how some global brands see their growth strategy do you think there may be a slowdown how do you think this will impact the language industry what are, what are your thoughts about it yeah the language industries seem to be in past situations like this a very resilient industry agree yeah. in that um for us again with our customers because we're all facing the same thing i think it brings us closer again gives us opportunity to really get in and strategize on where are priorities? Where, you know, where do you need to be globally? What can we assist you with? How can we work together? I already see it happening and have seen it happening all year this year where, yes, there's consolidation happening everywhere, but we are at the table having those conversations, again, both internally, externally, with our partners, with our customers, with our employees. So while I do think that it will be a challenging time, I also think that, as I said, we are resilient. We're resilient as an industry. We always need a global presence. Every company needs that global presence. Every company, it, it, it's required. So it's about getting together, figuring out how we can come together to um, weather the storm and yeah. that it's happening every day. And I feel confident that our teams, our customers' teams will weather it. We are moving we're, that time of the year. We're, we're moving into 2023. Do you think we are looking at a new era? Uh, I know we've just talked a little bit uh, about the, goal, the global recession. Do you, do you think it's a new era for, for relocalizing everyone, albeit a tough era? Right now, our big change is coming in our brand experience, our people experience, our customer experience, our partner experience, all of those together. I mean, we talk about being one internally at We Localize. We talk about one we localize. Yes, we do. But externally, we really look at it. And we recently were at Loke World in Silicon Valley and, and really kind of testing the theory on we are one kind of back to that three-legged stool of yeah. we are one, we are one and being bold. We're one and being curious. All of us are curious about some experience and yeah. most importantly, being authentic. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. that's one thing too, that we are really passionate about here is being transparent and authentic. Mm -hmm. And I hope that, you know, that is the one thing that our people, customers, and partners can take away is that when we get together and we have conversations like this, or we have conversations around a situation that a customer is trying to solve, or 
that we can be those things, that we can mm -hmm. be bold, we can be curious, but most importantly, we can be authentic. That's our future. That's mm -hmm. one of the things that, you know, we're really, really leaning into is, is being one. And I think that's most important as we face down some of these things that were, that are happening around the world. And we have to be one and we have to come together. So I, I hope that that's, that's where our future is, Louise, because we're yeah. sure living into that. It's certainly good to talk to you. And it's good to, to, to kind of have that positive moving forward. Makes it a great people experience, doesn't it? It sure does. Yeah. Will you be doing anything nice over the holidays? We're yeah, it's all holiday. family all day. All of us are coming <laughs> together here at our house. So there'll be about it'll be a great you know, people experience. <laughs> it'll be a great people experience. You know how the holidays are. And I'm pretty yeah. sure we're gonna be bold, curious, and authentic <laughs> around here. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. yeah. Well, it'll be great. great. It'll be great. Cool. Oh, thanks, Owen. Well, thank you so much for joining the, the podcast today. You've been a truly great guest. Maybe look forward to speaking again on a, on another episode, but thanks again for your time. Sounds great. Thanks so much, Louise.